0: Hi, this is Malesia with Interview Secrets That Get You The Job. I'm excited to be here with you. I'm excited to share these secrets. I'm excited to interview people who know more than I do. How do I even come to a place where I know interview secrets? Pretty easy. One, I've had over 50 jobs myself actually started working when I was 13. It was the summer I turned 14, but I was definitely 13 when I started getting my first paycheck. And in between, I've had temp jobs. I've had contract jobs. I worked two or three jobs at a time. I was a small business owner. I wrote a book. I've had amazing full-time jobs, And even beyond that, I was a welfare-to-work job coach and a recruiter in a past life. So all of my experience has given me the opportunity to see places where people used really great secrets, skills, opportunities to really excel in their interview. I've also seen situations where people just said all the wrong things They had sweaty hands, they were stressed out, they had a wardrobe malfunction. And so I'm here to share with you secrets that get you the job.
1: Do you love delicious coffee? Me too but what I really like to do is try new flavors. That's why my partners and I have started Good Measure Coffee. We've created some really exciting flavors. Things like churro, which is a Hispanic pastry with cinnamon and sugar. It's a delicious, warm, comforting coffee flavor. Things like pina colada coffee that's good hot and it's really good iced. And one of my new favorites, habanero chocolate raspberry that is super delicious. So if you like good coffees, try us out at goodmeasureforgood.com. That's GoodMeasureForGood.com. Not only will you be able to buy delicious new flavors, but we actually have an opportunity for you to donate to great organizations. goodmeasureforgood.com. Try it today. Before I get started on reading the book, I had a little bit of commentary I wanted to throw out, um, which kind of, it's funny, but I think it makes my book a little more relevant today. Um, here's what I was thinking. Um, on February 29th, I was listening to the radio a show called Financial Issues with Dan Celia, and he was talking that the new um, unemployment numbers had come out for February. It was February 29th. And they were like 279,000 new jobs and it was 100,000 more jobs than they had expected. On top of that, he was saying at 3.5% unemployment, we were actually getting to the place where we were running out of viable workers and that that was going to be a big problem because there wasn't really anybody much anymore that wasn't working if they wanted to. Maybe people who couldn't work, maybe people who don't have to work, or people who wish they could, but just you know because of different issues can't. Um, those people weren't necessarily in the marketplace looking for a job, and that employers were gonna be stuck um, not being able to hire. And then, um, a couple days ago, I saw that we had had 10 million people um, claim unemployment. That put us immediately at 17% unemployment, and when they looked at the stats they were thinking that by summer we'd still be at 12 to 15% unemployment. So the reason I tell you is is not to put a damper on it or give you one more place you're like oh one more place to hear bad news. That's actually not the point of this podcast at all. It's always to give you hope. But I wanted you to know that it just made my book seem relevant, more relevant because when I wrote it, we were at 8.9% unemployment. Um, back in 2010, 2011, and so here we are now. You know, we were used to years and years of three, four, five percent unemployment, and now it's so different. So, I just want you to know that I am putting these out and a little more often because I noticed that a lot of people were listening to the first one, and so it made me feel like maybe um, people want to hear what's on the book. So here I go. Um, started. We're still in the first. Part of the book it really wasn't chapter one but the first part Um, and I'm going to start with the book now the employer's perspective they are thinking about money just like you an interview is much like a delicate dance the end result is for you to get a job and for the company to increase productivity it is a win-win right But if that is the real reason for interviews, then why does it often feel like an arm wrestling match between two opposing sides? Maybe you are wondering, quote, why don't they give me a chance, end quote. The the reality is that there is one main reason prospective employers don't give most people the chance. The reason is money. The truth is that if they hire you and you fail miserably, they lose money. Quite a bit of money, in fact. According to the U.S. Department of Labor, the cost of hiring a new employee is about one-third of that new hire's annual salary. These costs are calculated both directly, for example, advertising, sign-on bonus, headhunter fees, overhead, or indirectly, recruitment, selection, training, decreased productivity. You can be sure that they are thinking about these costs when they are interviewing you, and they don't want to make a mistake. Your interviewer might be thinking any of the following while talking with you. What if my boss or the manager of this position will not like this person and be frustrated with me for hiring them? What if this person isn't a good fit and it costs money to rehire someone else? What if it costs too much money to retrain them because they don't have the skills we need? What if I jeopardize my own job by taking a risk on this person? Is it worth it? You should know that it costs a lot to hire you, and even more to fire you, and companies are going to want to make sure that you are a good investment. Money, money, money. How much value will you bring in? Getting personal, three ways to boost your interview success right away. Now that you know where the employer is coming from, let's turn our focus to the actual interview, starting with your invitation to come to the interview. The following tips will help you make a good impression from the very beginning. One, start preparing with the very first call. If the call inviting you to the interview is done by the person who will actually interview you, try to get a feel for the way they communicate by their voice quality, level of enthusiasm, etc. If you are invited by someone in HR or a recruiter, try to connect with them, ask about the normal dress code of the organization, or how you can learn a little bit more about the person who will be conducting the interview. But be careful. Don't come across as a stalker or a weirdo. So let me just take a minute to comment on that. Um, They can give you some good stuff. You can say, hey, um, so you're not the one hiring. Would you tell me who I'm going to be interviewing with? I'd love to check them out on LinkedIn and get a good sense of you know, maybe things that they've written or things that they say about their organization. So I think that's perfectly normal, especially in a social media age. Two, gather quick clues from your surroundings. If they interview in their office, look around fast. Are there pictures of kids? Is the office messy or neat? Do you see signs of hobbies like golf, artwork, or inspirational sayings? Is there sports memorabilia? All of these things can give you clues into the personality and values of your interviewer, which can help you make a personal connection with them. Just remember to try not to look like you're casing the joint. Three, observe your interviewer. Remember, competition is fierce. The personal connections you make and your ability to connect with the person smoothly in less than an hour or two is going to make all the difference. So look over their, do- their clothes, their hygiene, and their body language. Are they serious, hyper, nervous, relaxed, arrogant, friendly? Certain personalities will want you to match theirs. If they are high energy, they're attracted to the same. If they are quote, roll up your sleeve, let's get her done types, they wanna see that you are too. This can be especially true if they're going to be your direct manager finding the right fit, interviewing them while they interview you. I want to stop and say that I interviewed Scott Mouts back in November, and he had done a whole article about things that hiring managers or that people wanted to see in their hiring managers. So go back and listen to that episode. He is an expert at interviewing the interviewer but let me just go with my book. (laughs) Making a personal connection is not the only tip for getting your foot into the door at a new company. But what if you discover that you don't want your foot in the door after all? Keep reading to learn more. Tip, make sure the job is a right fit for you. One of my most important pieces of interview advice is very, very simple. It is listen, listen, listen. An interview is your turn to shine but you can only shine if you match their needs. For example, I once applied for a job where the manager told me he ran a very aggressive, emotional, fast-paced recruiting company. His style of management meant he was loud, threw stuff at people, and got the job done. This is what he actually said to me. He threw stuff at people during meetings. And listening to him, I knew that I wouldn't shine in his company. And I certainly did not want to work for someone who threw stuff to get his point across. Can you imagine sitting in a meeting and having somebody pick up their shoe or the whiteboard eraser and throw it at you and ask you a question? No way. Some people like it. They can have it. When you are in an interview, listen and ask for clarification. When they say, quote, we stay until the job gets done, unquote, decide if your babysitter will be flexible when you are three hours later than you said you'd be. When they say, teamwork, you remember how much you hate working with others. Think it through. Sometimes we want to change, to do something new or be someone different, and a new job can challenge and push us forward. Other times, however, the job is simply a bad fit. It isn't compatible with our strengths or our lifestyle. When you are in an interview, listen and ask for clarification. Do yourself and the company a favor. Don't say yes, 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 when you secretly know you aren't capable or your lifestyle doesn't match the schedule required. I've met people who are desperate for work and thus will agree to everything while secretly knowing they are applying for a job they do not want or cannot do. Don't be that person no no matter how much you need work. Don't promise that you can spin straw into gold if you can't. Jealousy. The interview factor you've never thought of. Jealousy is not a topic that interview coaches address very often, but I want to be real with you. The truth is that people who interview are human. When you are in an interview, the person sitting in the desk across from you could be tired, hungry, getting divorced, struggling to keep production up, in need of a vacation, suffering low self-esteem, or jealous. You could have the right skills for the job, the best credentials, the perfect experience, the right personality, but because of any one of the factors listed above, you may find that you intimidate the person interviewing you. Frankly, you could be prettier, smarter, hotter, faster, more educated, skinnier, or more experienced than the interviewer. Or maybe they've really been struggling at their job and know that a new hire could replace them. Regardless, Jealousy is real, and it could impact your interview from their perspective. Encountering jealousy during an interview may seem unfair, but it is a natural human response that seems to be hardwired in us. In fact, there have been many studies that have been done to prove that the most attractive baby, child, man, woman get treated better and get extra privileges than less attractive people don't enjoy. Even prettier pets get special treatment. Because of this, your interviewer might be thinking one of two things. One, this person is so attractive that they will be a distraction to the team. They will get special treatment from our boss, and people here will be competing on looks and not work ethic. Two, this person is very attractive. They are probably used to getting special treatment because they have beautiful teeth, eyes, thighs, etc. This job is about working hard and being a good team player. I hope they're not expecting things to be anything but that here. Of course, jealousy is natural and not something that you have control over, but keep in, but you can be mindful of your presentation when you go to an interview in order to keep jealousy at a minimum. Keep reading to learn what I mean. Women interviewers for women candidates. Women, your interviewer may feel intimidated or resistant to you because of your looks, your age, or your intelligence. You can't help being beautiful or smart or young or old, but don't let your, quote, natural assets, in quote, keep you unemployed. Consider the following for making a good impression. If your skirt is too short, your blouse too low cut, or your makeup too dramatic, you may look very attractive, but you lose your higher ability if someone feels they are competing with you or intimidated by you. So cover up some of those natural assets just a little bit and let them be jealous because you're going to be so great at this job and they're going to have to step up their game. And if you really want to win the job, show them that under all those pretty looks, smarts, and top-notch experience is a hardworking team player who will make them look good. Men interviewers for women candidates. If you are interviewed by a man, watch for signs of someone who is shy, nervous, even distressed around a woman who has her act together. If this is the case, take it slow, sit back farther in your chair, give him a little space, and relate and connect. If this person feels intimidated by a strong woman, then they will have trouble paying attention. But if they see you value your value to the organization, then that personal stress they may be feeling will go away. Once again, you have the power to build a relationship or put up barriers. I'm not saying don't be a strong woman. I'm just saying be emotionally intelligent and figure out how to deal with this person. On the other hand, you may be interviewed by a man or a woman who is strong-minded, comfortable in their position, and they're looking for the best of the best. Use your body language to your advantage by sitting forward, paying attention to their every word, Nod your head with interest and match their energy. Don't hide who you really are. Men specifically, but anyone can read this. Men, I'm a woman. I have never once in my whole life heard a guy say, quote, I'm jealous of him because he's so good looking, end quote. Either men don't think that or they just don't ever say it out loud. But there are still reasons why men find themselves closer to an argument than a job offer during an interview. If you come across as too cocky, sometimes a little arrogance can be good depending on the job, or too stubborn, too high maintenance, or antisocial, you may begin to feel the same resistance that I spoke to the women about earlier. Let your clothes, your intelligence, and your work style speak for you. Shine those shoes, wear pants that cover your socks, tuck in your shirt, and put on a belt. No matter what size you wear, age, or job level, you must dress to impress because that is the first impression they will get from you. If you have a great watch, wear it. If you have a junky, cheap faded one, don't. Sit up straight, take interest in all that is said to you, and be enthusiastic and open to new ways of doing things. Remember that if you want to get hired, get flexible. Your historical success in previous jobs has value. But so does showing your willingness to adapt and change. Don't hang on too rigidly to the past and show them that you want to move forward with them in the future. So one little extra note I want to (laughs) say is don't say, well, at my last job we did it this way, and my job we did it this way, and I only do it this way because that's the kind of stuff that shows that you are not flexible. All right, that's the end of the book
0: part for today.
1: Well, that's the end of our book segment for the day I hope you liked it and I hope there was some good ideas in there for you so thanks for listening um reach out to me you can reach me at interviewsecretsziller at gmail.com that's interviewsecretsziller.com. dot com. You're welcome to buy this book on Amazon. Look it up. Alessia Ziller, Interview Secrets That Get You The Job. Or just keep listening along. I'm happy to put it out here for you.
0: Have a great day. Bye.